Greetings and salutations, nerds. You're listening to Praying for Superpowers. Podcasts about the deeper meanings, intricacies, and messages hidden within nerd culture. I'm your host, Peter Jordan. And I'm Trevor Sharon, and today is a World Singers episode. We're talking about Hoyd. Rust and Ruin. First is the emergence of Hoyd, who dates back to my teenage years, when I conceived of a man who connected worlds that didn't know about one another, a person in on the secret that nobody else understood. While reading books by other authors, in my mind I inserted this man into the backgrounds, imagining him as the random person described in a crowd, and dreaming of the story behind the story of which he was a part. And that is Hoyd. That's Hoyd. Wit. At the end of our Romar. last... Luna, something. Luna, 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 Luna Anaki, uh, Dust, the Imperial Fool, the King's Wit, Topaz, Savandrius. I think he's a dragon. A dragon in human form. Yep. So at, at the end of our last World Singers episode, I compared Hoyd to J.R.R. Tolkien's Tom Bombadil, uh, and I wanna, I wanna make, I wanna explain that a little bit. Uh, Tom Bombadil was invented by Tolkien and published in a poem when Tolkien was in college, uh, and then inserted into the Lord of the Rings because Tolkien loved him so much. And uh, Tom Bombadil is like, he doesn't fit any of the rules. No. He breaks all the rules of Middle-earth. He does not belong. Yeah, he, he's not supposed to be there because he was created before it. Yes. Um, and where I think Hoyt has a place, a specific purpose in the story, Yeah of the Cosmere, I do believe that he's been inserted um, as Brandon yes. entering the world as himself. Yes. And I think that the reason Hoyd has such a meaningful uh, presence in the Cosmere and that there's probably going to be some plot in the Cosmere that depends heavily on him is because Sanderson loves this character so much. Yes, uh, And as we talked about in our D&D episode, I have a character that is kind of the personification of me inserted into the world. And there's something really fun from a creative perspective of creating a character that you can relate to on a certain level and act as. Because mm. there's something about Ogrid for me where um, I can step into his shoes and have fun as the character without trying. And I think the same is... I don't know. I mean... Maybe yeah. Sanderson will tweet out to us and say we're totally wrong. Or he'll be like, oh, crap, they figured it out. And he won't tell us. <laughs> yeah, he won't tell us. He's so great at not revealing. We're going to take his silence as confirmation. There you go. Not the fact that he didn't listen to this. <laughs> the fact that he heard it. <laughs> yeah, because obviously he is one of our listeners. He is, definitely. Or viewers. Or viewers. Please. That would be so cool. That would be awesome. <laughs> um, man, so uh, Hoyt appears in uh, every one of Brandon Sanderson's Cosmere novels. Yeah. Uh, background character sometimes uh, he really he makes uh, larger appearances in the stormlight archive yep. and we really see um, deeper parts of who he is yes. in um, oathbringer the third book in the stormlight archive and then in mistborn secret history yeah. um, and so that those details and and more that we get from him is something i love because i yep. see him as uh I, my wife made this connection kind of as the doctor from Doctor Who. Totally. Whereas if he's not d interacting directly with you, he's a bad guy. 
Yeah. Like you like look at what he's doing and you're like, that guy's up to no good. But when he interacts with characters in specific moments, every time he is assisting. Yeah. Except in Mistborn Secret History. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know, there's a little bit of a competition between a certain other character yes. and blah, blah, blah. Um, I do think it's interesting, too, that there are certain individuals that perceive aspects of who Hoyt is or mm. who, who Hoyt are, is, I don't, however you would say that. Um, uh, one of them being Vin uh, from Mistborn. Mm-hmm. Um, she picks up, like, there's something way, way wrong with Yeah, she goes this. to meet him and she's like, uh, no. Maybe not. Yeah. And she and, and she's, she's the most instinctual character in all of his books. All of the Cosmere, really. Yeah. She's she's a, she is a character of instinct. Yes. And that's how she's she survives as a a orphan on the streets. Yep. And then uh Rock or Luminor, uh, from the Stormlight series. He is known for he can see Spren, a creature that normally can't be seen unless they want to be seen, mm-hmm. um, and has this perception that is a little bit beyond most other people's perceptions, and and a few other things beyond human understanding. True, that uh, we'll get to it at another point. Um, but yeah, he meets Hoyd uh, on top of the Hohoneater Peaks, yep, and where his people are from, and like. And according to the, and if you read it a certain way, you could think like, oh, he's confusing this person with a spren, or you can actually realize what's probably going on here. Right. Yes. Uh, and uh, this is a reminder, we're going to be pretty pretty much spoiling a lot. As you've noticed so far in the episode, we're trying to, to not spoil everything. We're tiptoeing. Because we want you to really enjoy these books and dive into them. Uh, Sanderson says in his... Arcanum Unbounded. I've never wanted these books to be something that you have to read all of them to enjoy. Yeah. And so if you want to pick up Elantris or Warbringer, one of his one-offs, or dive in and start one of the series, do it. Yeah. Um, we, we fully... And you will not be disappointed if you start Mistborn. It is a... Bril- I really love hard magic systems that are limited. Mm. And this is a really hard, really limited system. And the way that Sanderson... Uh, finesses his way through his own rules uh, to get through his and and the use of his zeroth level or zeroth law, which is awesomeness. Yes, uh, it should be awesome, and so it feels awesome. If you, I'd suggest last time on the World Singers uh, episode, I suggested Elantris. This week, I'm suggesting this one. it's it's difficult because every every book is different. Uh, the Mistborn trilogy has a lot of politics and a lot of intrigue. And so it's, there's a lot of slower points where if you don't really care and you're just reading it to read it, you won't continue to read it, um, is how I felt. Um, and I've had friends tell me that. And yeah. then Elantris it really hinges, oh, it's, a, man. it's about religion and it's about expectation, which I love. Um, and one of the creepiest settings, I mean, reading it, I was like creeped out almost like reading a horror book, but on like an intellectual yeah. level, it wasn't like... Oh, this is so scary. It was like, what if this happened? Yeah, like this could actually happen. Like, not actually because it's magic systems, <laughs> yeah. but the the story behind the story yeah. is very frightening. Yeah. Um, and then the Stormlight Archive is about war. Yeah. Uh, and so And and for your reference as well, Sanderson's done a couple interviews where he says that um, writing is really restorative for him. So he loves to write and that's why he publishes so much. But one of the ways that he keeps himself from burnout 
is he'll finish one of his main projects and then he has to start something completely new. Yeah. Uh, and so a lot of them have really different feels and it's really exciting because you can tell it's the same author, but it's so drastically different. Right. He could have written under a pseudonym. Totally. And you wouldn't have known. Uh, we both really love the psychology behind uh, 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 Legion. Legion. Oh, man. Yes. Yeah, which is uh, came out just a few weeks ago. Uh, and the, yeah, yeah I, the set, three yeah. books in one. Yep. And I'm saying that from when this will go out, not from when we were recording this because it comes out this week and I haven't read it yet. But I'll be sure we'll do a whole episode on Legion. We will do a whole episode oh, on Legion. <laughs> um, getting back into Hoyd. Uh, wow, what a rabbit trail. Out, but that's okay. We're we're doing the World Singers podcast for us. Yeah, this is not. If you enjoy this, great. If you don't, skip over it. Yeah, we we literally we're having a blast. <laughs> uh, we're not trying to get at anything deep or teach anything because we just like talking about yeah. it and being nerdy. The other episodes. Those we have more of a purpose and a drive. Yeah. This is just, this is us. This is us. This is um, this is us having fun. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but I do love, like, Hoyd for me is everybody. Everybody yeah. wants to be Hoyd. Yeah. The, you know, the doctor, the Gandalf, who shows up randomly. Yep. For seemingly no reason, does something small and, like, what seems, like, unimportant and drastically yeah. shifts the timeline for these characters. Yeah. Um, you know, he... He has so many appearances, and I'm, I'm really going to throw a couple of them out. Uh, he's in Elantris. Uh, he helps sneak uh, weapons into uh, the city so that the Elantrians can defend themselves. Uh, he is in, uh, we already said before, he's an informant yep. uh, who pretends to be a beggar in the Mistborn series. In Warbreaker, he's this uh, character who tells a story while throwing sand out of his pockets. Dust? Yeah. Yeah. I totally forgot that scene. Yep. Uh, it's when um, they're at like the political organization in that like Coliseum like place. Mm. And she's mm-hmm. asking about how um, the the king came to be in that whole system. That. Yeah. Yeah. So he's that character. He's in Mistborn again as uh, one of the terrorist elders. Disguised uh, himself. Yeah. He's, uh, and he's the he's his main his biggest role that we see him in. Uh, where he he has uh, page time, yeah. screen time, is uh, in Stormlight Archive is the King's Wit, uh, which is great because yeah. he is this sassy, smart-mouthed guy. He 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 has the freedom to insult everyone. Yep, all the people you want to get insulted yep. in the books as you read are insulted yep. by him, and so it's you you love him for it totally. And the really interesting thing about Hoyd that we haven't touched on yet is. Hoyd is literally collecting every single power in every single world. Yes. Except for the dark powers. Right? So he has uh he has uh he took he's, a bead. He's a full alamancer. Yeah, so he's he's full because alamancer. Because he took the electrium or what? no. No. Whatever whatever yeah, it, the piece of the god that was preservation. Yeah. He had an actual piece of well his of physical ascension. body. Uh then he's he uh, at the end of Oathbringer, he yep. bonds a spren. Yep. Um, he so he's a light weaver, yeah. we think. Well, he well yeah he'll be he'd be a light weaver and a not the same one as Shalon, but no yeah the same one as Shalon. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Let's just pause for a second. Uh, so he bonds a spren at the end of Oathbringer, 
and uh, he bonds a cryptic so he can light weave and uh, transform transformation is the power I can't remember yeah what it's, it's the soul casting. soul casting yeah um, and then he can uh, he's uh, achieved perfect pitch yeah um, which is from warbreaker which is from warbreaker we he has the the look and nastiness of an elantrian yes in in elantris which is really confusing to me you because you can't become you can't yeah. choose to become an elantrian yeah. And so there's a lot have, of weird... I, thought, I might be wrong. I might have to fact check I, that. I don't know what powers he has from Elantris, but it would be interesting to see because Elantris is such a unique story in that it literally revolves around... Huge spoiler alert coming up. literally revolves around the land. And one... Wait, hold on. Yeah. I, I think you should say huge spoiler alert. Skip the next 20 seconds okay. to miss it. Okay. Huge spoiler alert. Skip... To like 20 seconds ahead if you don't want to have Elantris spoiled um if there's a crack in the earth and it messes up the entire magic system so because it's he, based on the shape of the land yeah so i don't know if wit would be able to work with an elantrian power if he wasn't on the planet and he maybe could do the the soul stamping one um that one would make sense to me and he could learn that but they, I mean, if you look like at the notes and um, posts online, people asking Sanderson questions, the stamps are directly related to the look of that land. So there's like, there, I, I think it's the one place where I would be really surprised if, because he has any powers from there. Because the shard is dominion. Yeah. And so it's where you are. Right. And so, but the other shard on that planet is devotion. So maybe he has something from that. Maybe. And Sanderson has talked a lot, a little bit about teasing out when he might do an Elantris, Elantris, Elantris sequel. Uh, so I think it's in the works. He just hasn't I mean, worked on it He yet. is working on a secret project right now. I think that came out to be Skyward. No. Oh. On his website, there's Skyward and then Secret Project. Oh. So unless he made a mistake and they're both on there. The problem is, and and I think he's wrong just because he made such a big blanket statement. I think he tweeted out or something, secret project is not what you think it is. Mm. So, I mean, there's so many fans of Sanderson's works that somebody's bound to be right, so yeah. he can't be right. Yeah, Unless he's right and it's something totally new. Right, it's like, it's not Cosmere. It's Which in case I'm right. It's not the Rhythmatist. It's something yeah. like way out there. It's, it's a biography. <laughs> he's... <laughs> But now he's wrong because I guess yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, he's re- he's uh he's rewriting the uh, last book in the Wheel of Time. No, he's rewriting the book he published after college. His oh, bro. first book, Dragon Steel. Dragon Steel. Yes, that would be awesome. I would love it. But now we're wrong. Now or he's wrong. Now he's wrong, or we're wrong. Somebody's wrong, wrong or the other. Um, Dragon Steel. You know is... who's not wrong? Dragon Steel. Dragon Steel. Who I believe is Hoyd. Ooh. Yeah, so those of you that go to BYU, where Sanderson has his alma mater, yeah. there's three copies of that book in the world, and they're all in your library. Get one, scan it, and email it to us. Please. Because we don't have the money to drive to Utah. Not yet. We will make we a trip will. there, and we will probably do a World Singers episode in the library At the BYU somehow. Campus. We'll make it happen. Yeah. We'll talk like this. We'll just be whispering. It'll be an ASMR <laughs> episode as well. <laughs> We'll do it all. We'll have we'll have people interpret in sign language for the video. Yeah, that's a great idea. <laughs> My friend Connor lives there, and he he's a sign language. There we go. So. Yeah, so learn sign language before we do this. Perfect. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I, uh... Okay, from here on out, I'm not going to have any caution for spoilers. Okay, so, so skip this episode if you don't want anything if, spoiled. If you don't want the Cosmere spoiled, just stop listening now. And if you've read them all and are just waiting desperately for Legion or Skyward to come out so you have something to read again. Keep listening. Yeah. Uh-huh. Join us in our <laughs> anticipation. In the purgatory that is between publishings. Yes. Even though he publishes so fast. Yeah. Um, man, mm. Hoyd's appearance in uh, Mistborn Secret History. Yeah. Where he comes in to the world riding a corpse that he is semi-animated so that he doesn't fall through the fog of the spiritual realm is like the most or no the cognitive realm i don't know the most mind-boggling thing and like he shows up and hoyd has stated in several moments throughout the series uh nothing really surprises me anymore yeah and then he'll and he's like i wasn't expecting that to kelsier's face yeah and like kelsier's just like this man wants something, and I have the distinct impression that I'm not going to let him have it. <laughs> which is like... The relationship between Kelsier and Hoyd is is really my favorite. Especially because I still believe that Kel, uh, Kelsier is survival. A shard of Adonalsium that is that is hidden. Like the last Horcrux in Harry Potter. Yeah. You know, when God shattered into 16 pieces, it was actually 17, and survival... Made everyone forget that he existed and yep. put himself inside Kelsier. Yep. Yep. I think that. And so that, and I really, I think that would be such an interesting dynamic. It already is interesting without yeah. that. But if Kelsier was survival, he's Hoyd somehow needs to get a hold of that shard a or of, a piece of it. Yeah. And Kelsier is not going to give that to Hoyd because he's not going to let Hoyd know that he's survival. So I think they're probably like, if, if I was writing this, and I'm not, and I'm sure Sanderson can write this better than I can, I'm sure um, I would do it where Kelsier and Hoyd are f- battling it out. The final two. The final two, and then Hoyd realizes, like, I'm surprised yeah. <laughs> because you're survival. What the crap? Yes. Like, I think... like he, he kills Kelsier. Like, Kelsier's actually dead. Yes. And then he's not. Yes. Because he's a god. Yes. Like, his spirit has, like, gone into the other realm he's been sucked away and then poof there he is yep now that i now that i've been killed i've fully realized as a god yep i and i think kelsier has forgotten purposely that he is survival right in order to survive but this is a total sidetrack from Hoyt. but that's why we're doing it so <laughs> don't even worry about it this episode could be 30 40 50 minutes long yeah. we wouldn't care we would still talk oh man i just i call hoyd the king's wit uh-huh. or i call him wit yeah. Because my first book I read was The Way of Kings. Okay. And so when uh, Kaladin meets him and he talks to Dalinar at the feast and he's like, you can call me Hoyd though. I'm like, oh, that's weird. That's a weird yeah. name. Like, and I didn't, didn't Hoyed. care. Hoyd, H-O-I-D. Yeah. A little strange. Um, kind of kind of weird Like that I didn't care. And then I'm reading all of his other well, books. Okay. Sanderson does that all the time. Of He writes something, you don't care. And then you go back and you're like, Man, I should have cared about that. <laughs> Dang, it would have been nice if I had like thought about that. We mentioned this in the last podcast. His use of character, yeah, character internal thoughts and statements to confuse the readers is fantastic. And he constantly does that with Hoy. Yeah. Man, I really wish that I knew that Ten Soon wasn't Ten Soon. Boom. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And then uh oh gosh. Uh, what is my favorite my favorite spoiler? 
um, that like that like Sanderson's like spoiler, but you didn't notice <laughs> yeah. is like uh, when he said uh, when Shalon's like, no, oh, they must have dragged Yasna's body up the stairs. Oh yeah, and then no, she just teleported into the other realm yep. and is fine. Yep, uh, no issues, no issues, and he does he does it with everything, and it's yeah. infuriating. And it all. is so frustrating. He literally like he starts off a Lantris, the magic. Like, was it based on the land or did it come afterwards? Yes. No one's sure. And you're like, oh, I guess no one's sure. And you move on and it gets to the end and you're like, oh, dang, it was the about whole the time. Land. The whole time. So dumb. Love it. <sighs> yeah. He And I think that, so if we talk about replayability for board games, I think that Sanderson's books have a lot of re-readability. If you have the ability and endurance to read through one of his books twice. <laughs> and to, and, and you, you have to have the mental depth. Yes. To really go through it. Um, because there's so many different things, especially as new books come out, mm-hmm. um, that you realize like, oh, dang, that is a character for Mistborn that I didn't pay attention to. Now I have to go back and read the book. Reread that remember. character because he appeared in The Way of Kings randomly and I don't know how to feel about it. Yeah. And oh, wait, this new character that I'm being introduced to is, is that the same actually character? Actually, the same character from yeah. twice the character from Warbreaker just yeah. pops up in yeah. Stormlight. Yeah. Warbreaker himself. Yeah. Spoiler. Spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, that's the other thing. I, his titles are always like his yep. titles are the spoilers, and you don't notice. Yeah. Mistborn. Yep. It's not what you think it is. And you finish the series and you meet God himself and you're like, oh. Oh, you you mean that you were actually birthed from Mist because Mist is Mist is preservation. God. Mist created all of you. And and oh. Oh, whoops. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. And then I guess or he doesn't the, br- the uh the the bands of mourning. <laughs> you're kinda like, oh, that's an interesting title. And then you get to the end, you're like Oh, oh yeah. yep. those I guess, hands, yeah. those arms. <laughs> gotcha. Not the ones we thought. <laughs> Not the ones we thought. The bands, the scars. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> All right. Those of you that are still listening that have read the series, uh, all of like all the series, Mistborn Secret History and uh, the the Bands of Mourning. Yeah. How much did you freak out? I want you to comment your freak out state. I had to put the book down and go on a run. Like my blood pressure and heartbeat just skyrocketed. I was listening to it in the car and had to pull over because I was like, no way, no way, no way. And like, I mean, those of you that haven't listened to the audiobooks, if you get a chance. Oh, man. They're so well done. Um, it's just brilliantly well done. Audible's not a sponsor. They could be. They could be. That'd be cool one yeah. day. Um, but man, when, when the, the audiobook is like, that arm. That arm, and you're like, what about that arm? And you like flip to the next page, the scars, and you're like, oh, wait, what? Yeah, doesn't make any L. Yeah, ah, uh, freaking out. I'm and I, yeah, it I feel like syndrome in the Incredibles. I'm still geeking out about it. It's been 18 years. <laughs> it the Ugh. it is brilliant writing. It is so uh, imaginative and intricate mm-hmm. um, that. I mean, there are very few other books that you can go through and you can read and then go back and just talk about it. I yeah. mean, it has this, it, it, he really takes epic fantasy to a whole new level. Yes, he does. Yeah. I think one thing I'm realizing as we're talking is 
when I finish the whole series, that is the only time we will know enough about Hoyd that I will have to reread the whole series so that I understand everything Hoyt has done yep. in every book. Yep. That's going to suck. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. I'm yeah. going to love it, and it's going to suck. At least you'll Sometimes. have a reason to go back and read everything. Yeah. Uh, and as we're as we're doing this, I, like again, realize we're like on all these rabbit trails because we don't know enough about Hoyt to yes. keep talking about him, which I should, we don't. I didn't realize until we'd started. It was we like, thought there was so much. There's so much. There's a lot of appearances. Yeah. But what is he doing? What does he want? Why is he doing the things he's doing? And I love that you find out. So like we talked about how he's had a piece of each of the gods. Yeah. So his piece of cultivation is his interaction with the Night Watcher, which I don't know if you mm. caught that in Oathbringer because he says, I have met the Night, Night Watcher yeah. before. Uh, and I asked for the ability to be where I was needed. Um, but the problem is that was never where I thought. Hoyt is essentially pariah from Crisis on Infinite Earths. Mm. Uh, the character who um, essentially gets cursed to travel to each Earth that is about to be destroyed right as it's being destroyed and is destroyed himself. Um, which I think is a really, I mean, and it's a fascinating concept. I think it was one of the coolest things about Infinite Crisis on Infinite Earths that DC did. Um, and so it's interesting to see that as the Night Watcher's curse on Hoyd in uh, Sanderson's Cosmere. Yeah. I, and I'm, I'm interested to see, because he often says, like, well, I must be going. Where are you going? I don't know. And, like, so what takes him there? How does he yeah. just go? And would it be cultivation that has the power to travel him from planet to planet and know the time? Or is there maybe a greater Is authority? there another god piece we haven't met yet that is yeah. doing it and is hoyd himself one of those mm, yeah so many questions that's about that's hoyd. one thing everyone argues about is hoyd himself a piece of god or not yeah or is he the empty corpse of adelnay thank you mm -hmm. uh is he that empty corpse looking to fill himself with his soul mm. that's cool right i haven't thought that man I don't know. Um, we'll, I don't know if we'll know. I mean, we'll probably find out when we're sixty. Yeah, when the books are done. Yeah, I just hope Oops. he has, uh, like writers ready. If he passes away, like Robert Jordan did, which don't you dare, Brandon. Please, Sanderson, don't. I can't handle it. <laughs> um, but we talked about Hoyd's purpose, and he tells Dalinar, "I need you." He says, "I need you to know, Dalinar. If it comes to it, uh, I am. I like you." But I am going to get what I want, even if that means cutting you down. Yeah. I don't know the exact quote, but he's like, I'll kill you if I need to. Right. For me to get what I want. And in my head, that's a piece of God is what he's looking for. Yeah. Um, you know, or what or what have you. Maybe he's trying to fully ascend. Yeah. Um, or he has some storyline lined up where he's trying to manipulate the pieces to exactly. fall in the line. Um, but his purpose throughout the books, and you can look at his interactions with every character he is helping he is the helper yeah. um which i love he helps shallan twice yep. in like really terrible moments kaladin it's a really weird interaction between the two of them but it's a good interaction yeah. um he's always he's there to help yeah which i love yeah um i love that sanderson wants there to be someone good in the world who's fighting for that good yeah i love it yeah i love hoyd's a great character 
Uh, thanks for bearing with us. If you did, if you didn't, doesn't matter. We enjoyed this. And you didn't hear this. <laughs> yeah, you didn't hear it, so it doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't make a difference. Uh, we will see you next week. Um, we don't know what we're talking about next week. And our next World Singers episode, uh, I believe we were, we were diving we'll into like two weeks. Legion. Yeah, Legion. You know, two weeks or Legion so. will be the next one. We'll come at it from a counselor's psychological perspective and uh, dig a little bit deeper into how Brandon Sanderson seems to use mental health in a in, really interesting way. In all of the stories. In all of them. See you we next will time. talk to you later. Talk to you later. <laughs>